Hello and welcome to Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo. Hi, Mariana. Hey, lovey. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. How are you in this never-ending lockdown? Oh, it, it really is never-ending, isn't it? Oh, the struggle is real, hey. <laughs> it's just, it just keeps getting extended and extended and uh, I know. I'm over it. I know. I'm over it too. I'm so oh, what, over what it. Can we do? What can we do? I don't think we can do anything. Oh, my God, so much happening in the world of Housewives this week. Thank God for Housewives. I know. And look, I'm just going to get straight into it. The only thing of interest that happened with Roni is what's happened outside of the show after the season ended and pre-reunion, right? Is this about the rumours that Ramona's getting the boot? Okay, so do you want to start with that stuff? Sure. Because I watched Up and Adam this morning about it. So basically the story is that Daily Mail have sought like five different production sources. Um, some people are saying one of them is one of the housewives. I mean, they always say that, right? Mm. Um, that the season wrapped and they were all pretty good. And then since they've been watching the show that, Ebony isn't happy with what the other ladies were saying behind her back. Uh, Luann's not happy um, about what Ebony said about her and Ramona is definitely not happy. Then um, there was a rumour going around that Ramona may not be coming back. Additionally, there was a rumour that someone from production said that Ebony was like, I'm not coming back unless Ramona's bumped down to a friend of. Apparently apparently extending from those rumours was that Bravo didn't want that leaked because now what's happened is they're like, well, if this is going to happen, like basically Ramona's like, if I'm either going to get kicked off or bumped down, I'm not fucking coming to a reunion. Screw you all because I know I'm going to get pummeled. Then they're saying if that happens, Bravo could sue her for a breach of contract, yada, yada, yada. I had a thought, and apparently I'm not the only one who's thought this, is that is production stirring the pot with all this because no one's watching the show? Because now the reunion was supposed to be taped in August. They've pushed it a month. And filming was supposed to happen at the end of this year and now apparently filming is being pushed to the start of 2022. So, again, I'm like, is production doing all this because, yeah, they're scrambling, not scrambling, but, yeah, to bump up. I think you might be right because, I mean, housewives complaining about other housewives and wanting a say in casting, that happens all the time. I know, whoop-de-doop, right? Whoop-de-doop, you don't get get your way. Um, and, I mean, what, what clout does Ebony have as a first-season exactly. gal compared to Ramona at the moment? Well, I mean, oh, I know she's Ebony's sorry. correct and right in all of her fights. Yeah. But <laughs> and also, like, they're apparently as part of the rumour as to why Ramona might be getting the heave-ho is because as, a, as the OG of New York, um, she mm. costs a shit tonne of money. I'm like, that's not going to be a reason they get rid of her when housewives franchises are flailing left, right and centre and and you've got other franchises who are bringing back um, more seasoned cast. Um, Like apparently Sheree Whitfield's coming back to Atlanta. 
Oh, great. Who gonna check me, boo? <laughs> I love it. Um, you know what I mean? I can't – and lover or hater with Ramona, sh- her being in the mix carries the fucking storylines. Sorry. It would be a different show without her. People, I mean, it was like people calling for the firing of Dorinda. Oh, P.S. There, there is a rumor that Dorinda is one of the people who's apparently feeding shit to the press. It's like, well, how the fuck does she know? But anyway, <laughs> I believe it. Though. Let's blame Dorinda for everything. I mean, as if she cares. So I can't see them getting. I cannot see them getting rid of Ramona. I just can't because. If they get well, rid the, of Ramona, what is, have they got left? They may as well get rid of everybody. Well, they, yeah, they might. Uh, that might be best. Because, I mean, no one's indispensable. I mean... Yeah, I know I that, know. but who are we rooting for? Like, don't get me wrong, we're not rooting for Ramona. I get that. She's the villain. Oh, no. She's the villain. But it's like, who are you rooting for, apart from Sonia? Who are you rooting for on New York? No one. Yeah, it would just be Sonia, I think. And you can't love Sonia, but you cannot have a show led by Sonia Morgan. Mm-mm. You just can't. I'm. You just can't. So, I. Per- I think. I think you're right. It's manufactured drama. I'm thinking. I don't know. Should they be getting rid of all the newbies? As and I cannot believe I'm saying that. I don't know. I just. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. I don't know. They've got to do something. I agree. And, like, I loved Leah last season. But yeah. even this this episode, she was being so annoying. Like, she all of a sudden was like, oh, I'm not the new girl anymore, so I can attack Rashawn. Yeah. And I was like, well, you're, you're doing that thing that happened to you last season and you can't see that you're doing it yourself. Oh, that's it's a just, perspective it's I didn't think of. I didn't think of it like that. Oh, interesting. Well, you remember at the, at the dinner at the pizza restaurant or whatever, she was like, you're the new girl. You need to like sort of shut oh, up basically yeah. with what she was saying. And I was like, yeah. And yet when someone said that to you last season, yeah. you had a completely different perspective. Yeah, that's true. And now you're like, you know, hmm. she, she's annoying me this season, whereas last season she was giving me life. Yeah, oh, she gave everyone life last season. And, I mean, look, we all know that most, if not all, of the housewives, their season two is rough. Yeah. And also, apparently, uh, Ebony tweeted, because people were obviously tweeting that, you know, she's like, fuck the show. And she's like, how can I do that? I'm not the one who makes the call as to what stays in and what gets cut that's production and now people are on her going oh you're blaming production it's like no she's not you idiots yeah i don't blame ebony at all no of course not and i mean look we need to give perspective to the season they were filming in november december last year like it was Mm -hmm. election time this is all like this is all that I was getting from American news and TV. So I don't know if that is a reflection of what they were all getting, but I imagine it would be, right? Yeah, I, I feel like it's all we ever talked about in Australia at that time and as you well. Know, like, you're right. I can't it's, imagine what it would be like over there. Exactly. So, And I mean, it's just, yeah, it's not their fault that we don't want to relive that time. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, so, I mean, look – uh, do I agree with everyone that I'm over the teachy preachy and they're not having fun? Yeah, but do I also agree that it's not Ebony's fault? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Should we get into it? Yeah, I mean, we may as well. All right, season thirteen, episode ten, light as a feather, stiff as a board. Like I'm bored. 
What did you think? Yeah, I was, I was, I was stiff as a board. Yeah, look, we were so looking forward to Salem, and then we realised it's just another history lesson, right? As you put it last week. So ironic. I know. So ironic. I know. So the episode starts, we're still at the Leather and Lace dinner. After the Ebony and Ramona negative interaction, basically the ladies kind of go to their corners pretty much. Uh, It didn't need to be a to be continued. No, it didn't. It really didn't. I'm over that. They got to stop doing that. Mm -hmm. Ebony calls what Ramona did a macroaggression. Bashan tells Ebony she needs to know her audience and Mona's off to the side with Sonia and all she wants to do is hear about the matchmaker and Sonia kind of stuck up for herself and was going, no, this is what we're talking about. Even Luann comes in and does the same thing and Sonia kind of tells her she can go. I was like, good for you, Sonia. Yeah. I like seeing Sonia stand up for herself. Me too. And then, Me and then too. sometimes she stands up for herself a bit too much. She does because a it's a learning curve. That's all I see it as. It's a learning I, curve. I, I blamed the water pill. Yeah. I'm, oh, we'll get to that. Uh, yeah. Look, I mean, it does seem like Sonia at this, this point has got a big buzz on, like she's drunk-ish. And I find, I don't know about you, but when we're watching these shows, Obviously, there's a lot more that's filmed. I feel like we get slightly tipsy Sonia and then all of a sudden she's smashed. Yeah, there's no in-between. No, and I'm wondering if that's just the edit or I don't know what it is, but they're sitting down, they're eating. Sonia seems like she's drunk and then Leah starts fucking sobbing. Oh. And I think it's about her grandmother and so does everyone else, but no, she's sobbing because... Ebony's grandmother died that morning. And uh, I know, that's so rough. I know. And then I'm but like, I don't know why Leah was the one to sort of bring I mean, to the I table. get it. It's bringing back the day that her grandmother died stuff back. I get it. It's all mm. about her. And I don't think that that is, I'm not bitching about Leah. I'm just like, I can get that. Your grandmother died two weeks ago and now someone else's grandmother died. It's all too much. Yeah, I, I don't know how Ebony got through that day. Yeah, I mean, maybe as a. Ex-Fox News reader, she's over the years learnt to hold all that shit in. Yeah. I, mean, I'm, I don't know. I think that's just her personality, to be honest. She holds a lot in. Like when she sits and has these calm-esque conversations, when she's got to be seething, right? Yeah, you you're right. You can't she's... be that passionate about stuff and not be emotional. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, pretty much nothing... Nothing I else goes like, on, right? Apart from I didn't like how all of the girls were comforting Ebony in that moment. And I don't know, if Ebony was like, I didn't mean to get you guys all sad. And Ramona's like, it's all right, it's good sad. It's good sad. And I was like, grandma oh. just died. How is this good sad? And I always get really, like, uncomfortable and queasy when, you know how, like, Ramona, when she gets in for a hug, she just, like, holds them and won't let them go? Yeah. It's really, like, I always do this kind of, like, back off. Like. Yeah. Oh, honestly, I don't. It reminds me of like when my grandmother was around and she had um, advanced Alzheimer's, and she'd hold onto your hand and she wouldn't let it go, and you're literally trying to, like, honestly, you'd feel violated, as what's her name, Crystal, would say. Like, it's like get out of my personal space. Like, it would, it'd be really distressing. And it, so it's it, Ramona's overcompensation that just oh, gets me. It just looks so desperate. 
oh, I just – I get physically uncomfortable. Like I want to physically remove myself like further from my screen. I mean I'm clearly having regressive issues but mm. fuck. I just – I hate when she does that. It's like she's trying to overtake everything so that she can have control and I don't like it. I mean that's pretty much all that happens. Yeah. 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 I mean, they get tattoos, whatever. I don't... Oh, so I actually have a bit of a gripe with this thing. So oh, yeah, please do. With, with the tattoo thing, mm. my problem is you've got tattoo artists that are also twins. Yeah. So clearly they're not hiring the best tattoo artists if they're basing them on their genetic makeup, right? Like <laughs> they, they hire twins who can also do tattooing. No, no, and the I twins just think I own the place. Them. But they're tattoo artists, Yeah, right? yeah. I don't know. It seems gimmicky to me. Well, okay, that's why they make money. They're two. They're two brothers who are both professional tattoo artists, and they found this really cool space. It was a big space, and they decided to do like events and stuff there. It's not like they're in the I kitchen guess, doing the cooking. I, I guess I forgot that they were the owners. I just yeah. thought they were hiring multiple sets of twins. No, to work same there. same guys, same guys. Okay. Well, my other issue is <laughs> sorry. This, Yep. It's Ebony K. Williams with the Invisible Ink Tattoo. What's I love it. <laughs> I love it. I think, I think it's because she wants to do it, but she doesn't want it to be so OTT and visible. And let's face it, you can't really hide a tattoo on your wrist. So You can hide in a one that's an invisible ink. It's What's not invisible point? ink. It's white oh, ink. Yes, it is. It's completely, it, you can't see it. I love it. I love the idea. If you want to get the tattoo but you don't want it, you're not a tattoo person, I love it. I think it's a great idea. Do I'd do it. it's going to catch on? Yeah, I do. I'd do it. I think it's cute. Because if you can, want a tattoo cool. but you don't like, when you look at them on others, you're like, oh, I don't know. No, I think it's a great idea. It's a way to commit without committing. It's <laughs> the, the point of a tattoo is that it's visible. But it's for her. It's not for others. No, I love it. I think it's choice. All right. Yeah. All right. It's like, you know, I'd do it. It's like I, like I can be a totes pussy but still have a tattoo. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Yeah. You don't I like? don't get it. Okay. I don't get it. Cool. Fine. Um, they. I mean, that's pretty much all I got. Apart yeah, from the fact it. that Sonia pulled up her shirt, you know, adjacent to the where the twins were standing so that they could sort of look at her belly, which I'm sorry, Sonia, put the shirt down. Mm. Put the shirt down, pick up another beverage. <laughs> like, um, And then Sonia tells Ramona that her roots are bad. I love it. Like they're randomly <laughs> having a conversation and she's like, your roots are bad. I love it. I'm sorry. <laughs> like... She's like full drunk city at this point. It's like it's entertaining. It took my mind off the COVID yeah. for a moment. Anyway, so that's pretty much the it. You, you said it. It shouldn't have been a to be continued. It didn't go anywhere great, whatever. So the next day, Mona calls Leah. Did you like that when Ramona calls Leah to get like the plan of the day while Leah's getting planned? And then she was asking so many questions. We got those fast moving subtitles. I loved that. Yeah, I loved that. That yeah. was so funny. And I loved how Leah called Sonia and said Ramona was annoying. And then she's like, bitch, I'm right here. Oh, yeah. She's like, Ramona gave me a splitting headache. <laughs> 
so good. And then Leah just laughs it off. I love it. I love it. Bitch, I'm here. Oh, that was so funny. I mean, I've got to say in that in that sense, Ramona's a good sport because someone else might have been offended and she was just like, I'm fucking here, bitch. Like, yeah. I like that. And then all of a sudden Sonia turns around to Ramona and she's like, what's with you drag queen slash Luann eyebrows? Oh, my God. I thought eyebrows should match. Am I wrong? No, they should be sisters, not twins. <laughs> oh, okay. Have you never heard that? No. No, they should be sisters, not twins. If you, because obviously no one's, one side of their face is not exactly symmetrical to the other side of their face. So you mm-hmm. want them, if they look like two fucking square slugs, like we've all <laughs> seen that, they look like shit. Yeah, no, no, no. You still, no one's two eyebrows naturally ever match. So if they're identical, it just, it throws you off when you're ma- looking at their face. I love that I'm learning. Through Real Housewives of New York. I know. Well, right. we're all learning with the ladies. <laughs> so, anyway, so that's pretty much it. They go on their outing. They're getting a history lesson. They go on a Pioneer Village. I mean, what's the wording from 1630? I don't know what I'm trying to say there. It's 1630, okay? Ye olde time. It's, it's, it's ye old Salem. And they're given bonnets and cloaks to wear, and I love... What Luann and Ramona said. Luann is like, I didn't come all this way in life to look like that. And then Ramona, I love this. I'm not dressing up in clothes that other people have been wearing. And I ha- and I also wrote, all I can see now in confessional is that fucking butterfly necklace. Thanks, Nathan. I know. And Luann was actually killing me this episode. Like, yeah. When, when she was interacting with that, I don't know, the Yoldi person who was sweeping, and Luann's like, she says, Huh, look at that, you're sweeping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, why did she have to say that? Because uh, I think the woman was an actor just staring at her and Luann's like why, <laughs> thinking, why the fuck are you staring at me? I better be polite and speak and I don't know what to say. <laughs> she just said, look at that, you're sweeping. Come on, we've all been in that uncomfortable situation. You know, like when you've got the people on the street who are like, <laughs> want you to sign up for something, like to give money to some charity and they're staring at you and you're really uncomfortable and you go high. <laughs> And then, and then they rope you in. I mean, fuck. We've all been there. I loved and, it. <laughs> and I also loved how they were just having their own little photo shoot. Not oh, giving a yeah. shit about the history. <laughs> just everything's a backdrop for a I photo. Mean, just like, again, we've done that. Like, I've been on a tour same. and I'm like, it's fucking boring. Exactly. And you break off and you have a shoot. Exactly. Because it's boring. And you're like, I don't see a bar. I don't see a, like, chicken wing van. You know what I mean? When I don't you, care. I don't care. So what else am I going to do? Be polite and do my own thing. I, Look at that. You're sweeping. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, let's face it. Luann doesn't do that anymore. So that's a novelty. <laughs> she was so tickled. <laughs> I don't think she was tickled. I think she was like, where the fuck are we? I want to go back to somewhere with a bar. I mean... No, she doesn't drink anymore, but she's still probably well, thinking it. She orders a nice diet Coke in this episode. Oh, God <laughs> like, bless. I, I love how she can't say, just I'll have a diet Coke. Yeah. I'll have a nice diet Coke. I know. God bless. She killed me. <laughs> um, and then, oh, that's right. I, the photo shoot, I had to write it down because I couldn't remember the word for it. Uh, Luann takes a photo in front of a wigwam. I love saying yeah, what's, wigwam. What's a wigwam? I, I looked it up. It's a native semi-permanent dwelling. Oh, okay. So that was their f- motherfucking house, bitch. 
Yeah, no, not comfortable at all. But, you know, the Wans got some Native American um, jeans, so she just, you know. Oh, that's why she wore the turquoise. Yes, that's why she wore the turquoise. Oh, you're adorable, loves. Um, And then that's when we get the two separate conversations with Sonia telling Bashan basically, uh, you know, summing her life up in three sentences and Leah not coping. And so, wait, let me, okay, I'm going to scroll. So, first of all, Sonia's telling Bashan about the townhouse, basically how she's not an alcoholic. She tells her all about the water pill and I'm like, okay, so Bashan's like, I was thinking all she needs to do is mention the toaster oven and Bashan would be like up to speed with Sonia and her life like the rest of us, right? And it's like I can see why Bashan later in the episode calls them boring and grandmas because there's nothing more grandma than talking about your townhouse that's crumbling and your water pill and everything. Like, I yeah, know. you're a grandma. I know. You're boring. And then Leah's having this side conversation with Ebony going, yeah. you know, oh, my God, I can't cope, I can't cope. You know, she's like she uses her divorce and the bankruptcy to justify being drunk basically. And I'm like. And the water pill. And the water pill. I love that. Yeah, well, it's kind of – I mean, let's face it, that whole excursion was Grand Murray. Oh, yeah. Like, if I was there, I'd be sneaking booze. I'd be, like, running around like a dipshit in that outfit. <laughs> like, come on, we'd make it fun, right? Totally. And and I guess Ramona and Luann were the fun ones. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> I know. I mean, that outing was just – it bombed, right? No one – you couldn't you know what, make that I fun. If I was at Salem, I would probably go and do something like that. But after watching this, I'm like, no. Nah. I don't need to go to Salem now, I feel. Yeah, like, everyone's Salem. Salem sounded so cool. It's just an historic town. Why do we think it's so cool? I don't know. I don't feel like I need to go to Salem anymore. I mean, I looked no. – the restaurant that they go to, I looked up the menu and I'm like, there's a million of those kinds of restaurants around. Oh, I know, exactly. Like, and also, like, in Italy. I'm talking you could – if you and your boyfriend went there for dinner, you could walk out spending less than the $60. It well, was that's a nice. cheapy Italian restaurant that I reckon the food would have been bomb. Like, I think yeah. it would have been great. Like, hopefully there's, like, a couple of nonnas in the kitchen, right? That's what you want, yeah? That's what you want. That's yeah. what you want. Before we get to the restaurant, though, do you remember what happens just before when they're getting ready to go to dinner? With Ramona? Um, oh, is this – so I didn't actually catch it, but can you tell me what you saw? Sonia goes into Ramona's room because that's, you know, they love getting ready together. And before she goes to where Ramona's doing her makeup, she's like, oh, i got to pee. And mm. there's poo on the floor and the camera shows it. Oh, so my I, God, I, I can't take it. Down. What? I missed that, but – yeah, I was writing a note or something. Oh my god, you I'm missed the best part of the it. season. I'm sorry. How does this keep happening? So the funniest thing is she tries to pretend that it spilled makeup and yet she goes into the room and shuts the door so she can yeah. clean up the makeup. Sonia's not no. buying it. She's LOLing hard. I can't believe I said LOLing. She's laughing so hard into the camera. And then she lifts up her shoe and shows that there is poo on like her $1,500 stilettos and then she says, I literally peed my pants and then we get flashes of her and um, Ebony saying no shit in Salem. I'm like. Oh, my God, how did I miss this? How did you miss it? Did you miss that whole scene? 
I swear I did. I think I no. think hey, hey You got censored it. No, what I watched happened? it on Hey You. Oh, well, maybe I, I maybe really it got skipped distracted. or something. Hey You's a shit app. Like it jumps. Like I find it's really difficult to watch and pause, and then go, oh yeah, oh, fucking hell. This is why half the time I watch it on binge. Because it's like yeah. an easier app to deal with. I might just get rid of the hey you, honestly. Um, yeah, oh, fucking hilarious. So I'm like, is this what I have to look forward to in my older age that when I drink, I can't. Because one understands that after a heavy evening of alcohol consumption, the next day it's preferred to stay close to home, right? I get mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. It happens to the best of us. It's fine. But not to the point that I can't make it to the toilet in time that I go to pull my pants down and as I'm hovering while my ass is making its way to the bowl, I shit on the floor. Like that's obviously what what has happened. She's like, oh, crap, got to yeah. go. And she's pulled like, hey, we've all had some close calls. We're like, shit, I really need to pee. But literally pulls her pants down and I imagine as her ass is backing its way to park on the loo, yeah, she has a waterfall, and she look. Let's just say she's probably pissing and shitting at the same time and doesn't make it. But then when she gets up, doesn't? <laughs> how do you it not doesn't. see the shit on the floor? So I I have had some experience with with you know not being able to trust a fart, and <laughs> if, if if that was the then I can understand because I was once like I, I had this like dessert at a restaurant in Sydney and it was like prune based oh my God, and I think I, I just you. had one too many prunes I love you and then I had to catch the train back to Wollongong no. and I was like oh I need to go pee so I was in the toilet compartment and I on was on a train that's on the, a train wow you really had mm-hmm. to go <laughs> and then well no I was just peeing and then I farted while peeing because sometimes boys will fart while they pee so I'm standing up and then it was just like oh <laughs> and I was like that prune went right through me and luckily like I because I had just flopped down the front part of my pants so that, that my underwear caught it oh that's but obviously even worse I had, well, uh, well, I don't know where it was going to shoot out to. I just thought it was an innocent little fart, but it wasn't. So then I had to, like, throw the undies in the bin and then, like, go and sit down. Because it was like I was only halfway through the trip, so I had, like, an hour left of just sitting in my own poo pants because I trusted a fart and I shouldn't have. See, women don't have that problem because we're sitting down. So uh, if that – that if What that, a blessing. If that may or may not happen, <laughs> um, you're, already, you're already in the right position. Wow. Yeah. I don't know why guys don't go to the toilet sitting down when they pee. I don't know well, why you all don't. It's a, it's a, it was on a train as well. Yeah, like, ew. sit on that toilet. Gross. I mean, yeah. you you got to be desperate to use the loo on a train. I know firsthand what happens on a <laughs> loo in a train. People shit themselves. <laughs> and then you had to disrobe and to take your undies off? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Wow. Wow, Bethany, wow. I mean... What a delightful <laughs> diversion. Yeah. Thanks for opening up and sharing. Oh, I opened up a bit too much that night. Obviously. You know what? The One of the cutaways or flashbacks in that scene, which you've obviously missed, was when they were in Mexico and they all got the runs and at the uh. airport on the way back to the States – Sonia was in an adult diaper 
So yeah, I remember that. Next time you're planning on eating prunes and you are <laughs> two hours away by train from home, you might want to invest in an adult diaper. Just saying. Great idea. Great idea. But at least like you're not like me having to sit here and go, this is what I have to look forward to in the next 20 years. Fucking mm. great. Yeah. yeah. Grandma's. Yeah, wow. I'm definitely going to – I'm hoping adult diapers are a little cuter by then. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> enough about the poo machine that is that is Ramona. They go out to dinner, as I said, you know, cute little Italian restaurant. Of course, Luann starts fucking speaking Italian with the owner. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she's such a show-off, but I kind of love it. At least her accent's better than her French accent. Her Italian accent's better. Yeah, yeah. And look, I agree with Bashan and you in this little instance because they start talking about who's drinking and who's not drinking and why they're drinking and why they're not drinking. And then Bashan says, i got to tell you, this group is a little bit boring. And I'm like, it is if this is what you're talking about. But my question to you of this whole next scene is, do you think that Bashan is trying to stir the pot and be that housewife's cast member? Oh, I think it didn't start off that way, but halfway through, mm-hmm. like, she could have just said, oh, you guys are being a bit boring, and it could have, like, moved on. But when How she though? saw the reaction does... she was getting, yeah, I think she, she amped it up and she performed it a bit too much. Right. Because, but how does that get better? Like, who in well, their the right mind is... says to people, you, like, that you've just met, you guys are fucking boring? Well, the thing is, Ramona practically said that the night before at the tattoo parlor. Yeah. She was. She practically called Ebony and that boring and that conversation boring, and she wanted to play a game. She was up and dancing, so she just did it. Yeah. So, like, why can't Bashan? Well, because they don't have any history with Bashan. She's not going to get away with anything. She's new. They don't care about her. But we've been saying they're boring for the past 10 episodes. So, so thank God we had her there to say it. I know, I guess. I guess. I mean, I kind of loved this whole conversation. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Luann's yeah. like, well, you know where the oh. fucking door is. And then in confessional, Luann chucked a Ramona. She said, the, the audacity. audacity. Oh, thank <laughs> God you picked that up. I'm totally. like, what's with the audacity or audacity? It's audacity. Like, audacity was so like, funny. what the fuck? Why, why are they so like, why, what's so hard about that word? And why do they all think it starts with an O? <laughs> I love it, love it. And can we go back to the part where they're not educated? I'm like, this is hilarious. <sighs> it's so funny. I mean, I love it. And then I don't know, Bashan's like. She's trying to pretend, I don't know, she's digging up. I don't know. I didn't like, I would prefer, why am I yelling? I would prefer Bashan stand her ground because then she talks, she says, oh, maybe I'm just going through shit, like ignore me sort of thing. I'm suing a lot of people. I'm fighting for my eggs. And then Luan's like, well, we don't want to talk about your boring eggs. I love that too. But Sonia, look, and I did appreciate the fact that, okay, so it was kind of like Bashan and Luan and then Sonia got involved and then it was Sonia and Bashan having a fight and Luan was fully sticking up for Sonia. Bashan calls Sonia a fucking clown or at least that's what she thinks she wants to be. What did you think Mm. of of this clown gate? I I think, yeah, Bashan got caught up in it. 
And I thought it was interesting how she would try and bring in the rest of the group with her chat with Sonia. And Sonia's like, nah, this yeah. is like you and me. You're not bringing in them to like defend you. But yes. R- Ramona was just on her phone for half of it as well. She was like, I'm not defending you. She, <laughs> she was like, I'm out of it. She was just, um, yeah, she was getting in her phone. Like, I don't want to. I thought it was bullshit. Ramona never sticks up for her friends. Never. So there's that. But then she's also. She's being targeted the whole – not targeted. She's having to defend herself constantly. So she's probably thinking, well, fuck, I'm not getting involved in this. But she also uh, didn't be- uh, defend Bashan either, and Bashan didn't get the shits about it. Yeah. That's, well, yeah, Bashan, I think things roll off of her pretty quickly. Yes. I just think she probably made the wrong – it was a timing issue. She shouldn't have said you guys are boring when they were ordering – Diet Cokes and non-alcoholic beverages because we've got some people with sobriety issues at this table. So, like, it's don't call them boring because they're not drinking. Call yeah. them boring because they're being boring. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I, but I don't know why Sonia got so activated. I guess she did shush Sonia at one point, and you know, And, you know, I find that triggering. So yeah. I think maybe Sonia does too. Well, I mean, um, and- Bashan's basically telling her she's a fucking clown, and Sonia's like, I'm trying to connect with you, and you don't want to have that conversation with me. Do you know what I mean? Like she's sitting there trying to have a convo with her. Then Bashan's trying to get other people involved. And she's like, why are you wanting to talk to them? Like we're having a conversation. Like I think Sonia was like, you're being fucking rude on top of being rude. It's like, what, I'm not good enough to have a conversation with? Well, I guess she's not because Bashan finds her boring. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I I guess. I love how they all stuck up for Sonia for once. But I'm also loving the, the ridiculousness of this whole conversation. And, and it's clear that Bashan's watched the show, right? Because uh-huh. she yep. hasn't really had any interactions with Sonia when Sonia's been the clown. She wasn't there for the JP Morgan no. thing earlier in the season. Like She's just been at the I Harlem know. Night party. And I know. It. It's true. It's true. You're right. And I'm loving the fact that this was the exact moment the waitress was like, is this a good time to tell you the specials? <laughs> oh, that poor bitch. I know. I love it. Love it. I'm thinking, you don't want to tell them the specials. You want to get closer to hear what the fuck they're saying. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a tiny, tiny restaurant. Yeah, and I know. The I only love ones it. there. And, and then, she was like, fuck, it's my restaurant. I'm getting in the shot. That's it. And then Ramona thinks that she can defuse the situation by dancing on a table. It's like, look, look at the shiny object. I'm like, are you fucking stupid? And it's the exact same thing she was yelling at Leah about last season, dancing on a table. Like, get the fuck True. down. Get your dirty shoes off of their tablecloth. This is so an establishment. True. Get your dirty poo shoes off the table. <laughs> it's true. Oh, jeez. And, and everyone was like, ha, ha, ha. But I was like, if anyone else did that, like, Luann would be like, that's D-class day. I know. But, so true. She gets away with shit. Okay. So the next thing, the next part of this fight is between Bashan and Leah. I don't understand what Bashan meant when she's like, Leah, you said the smartest thing today. And then she was, that was her way of telling Leah that someone gossiped about her. I got confused. Yeah. She, she Bashan didn't really bring this up. Great. No, I think she was, it, cause it, it, it was obviously desperate. Like you could see what she was trying to do and I it wasn't working. See it. I couldn't see it. Well, I just think she was just trying to stir shit. Yeah, but then what does she mean by you said the smartest thing today? I don't get it. I don't uh, – I'm confused. She must, 
she must have said something today. But Maybe they cut remember. it out. I don't know Is it, if it's just me or whatever. But anyway, Bashan basically was trying to go around and round to Leah saying Ramona basically bitched about you. And Leah was not fucking having it. She's like, spit it out, spit it out. This is bullshit. I'm out. You're lying or you're not being honest. Oh, good for Leah. Yeah, but I'm like, Leah must know that everyone's bitching about everyone else. Exactly. And then <laughs> She's Bash- watched confessionals exactly. before. Exactly. And Bashan then finally sort of spits it out and says, Ramona didn't go deep, which is crap, but said she may not connect with you a lot. And Leah's like, great, I don't connect with her either. Like, what's your fucking point? Like, Leah's yeah. on that whole, like, what are you trying to start? Yeah. And then, Leah, oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm just, it's like I said before, I think Leah's got that new girl thing. Like, you're the new girl, so you can't come for me because I'm the established season two girl. See, so, I like know that. your place. I see it as, Le- it's the same thing with Heather. It's like, these people are my friends. Don't fucking bitch about my friends when you don't even fucking know what's going on. But that you don't even fucking know thing. Like, that's like, you can't, you're not one of us yet. You can't be coming in trying to be like us. You can't come for us when you haven't been there yet. Like well, I, I, I think, think that's more the dynamic. Like, who are you to try and stir shit? You're new, pay your dues, shut the fuck up. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. well, yeah, exactly. That's but that I bothered think. you? No, I, it's just, I just think that's where Leah's coming from. And, okay. I, yeah, it does bother me, actually. It yeah, does. fair enough. See, it doesn't bother me. I guess I still love Leah. How do I still love her? Anyway, Sonia turns. The only one. I know. Sonia turns around to Bashan and I love this. She's like, you're rude. You're not a listener. You're not intuitive. I don't know how you're a life coach. And I'm like, fuck, I forgot this bitch was a life coach. That is awesome. And every single thing that Sonia said was true in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I love. I don't know what being intuitive has to do with anything. (laughs) Well, being, you'd want to be somewhat intuitive to people's feelings, etc. if you're a life coach, no? But, you're but, basically but a therapist. But life coach doesn't have anything to do with this fight. Well, the fact that she – no, but the fact that she's she says you're rude, you're not a listener and you're not intuitive. I mean, they are – being kind, being a listener, being intuitive surely are um, – what's the word? Like characteristics that one would want to possess if they're a successful life coach. No? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, just forgot yeah. that she was a life coach and I thought, fuck, you're a life coach and you don't <laughs> so know how to, and you don't know how to handle people. Like that <laughs> seems counterintuitive, exactly. Okay, so dinner's done. The ladies go back to the house. I mean, Ramona and Bash- is finally telling Bashan off on the street. Sonya's there. And She's screaming, how- you're not listening. Oh yeah, go. I just loved how people like on the street up in the apartments were like filming them. I know. Loved, loved. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you loved how like the lady like Leah left and the lady's like, fuck it, we're going with our friend. I'm like Oh, I didn't care about that. Yeah, me too. I loved how on the street Sonia's trying to drink her wine while she's wearing a mask. She did it though. She how? did it because it was a material mask. It just soaked through. I, Which is gross to me, but it's fine. It was funny. You know what? Like in that moment when I watched it, I, I'm ashamed to say it, but I said to myself, thank God for COVID. Otherwise, we would never have seen this happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, wait a minute. I'm happy for COVID. And I like took it back. Silver linings. But in the moment, I was like, this is amazing. Silver linings. Um, well, basically, Ramona's telling Bashan she's got to apologise. Bashan doesn't want to apologise. So, Bashan basically walks off back to the hotel herself while Ramona is pretending she's as drunk as Sonia, having fun on the street, being dicks, yeah? Yeah. And Bashan walks in 
where the other ladies are and he's like, hello, hello, and says it and then says, I had too much to drink, sorry. And Leah obviously calls bullshit. I mean, fuck yeah. off. Like, I, I did agree with Leah there because yeah. I was like, don't, don't blame the alcohol. Like, fuck off, yeah. And what are you doing? You do what anyone else would do in that situation. Go back to your room and go, fuck, I have no friends. <laughs> like, come on. I know. I mean, I mean, she's she's definitely wants to be in it and she wants to make a splash of herself because she thinks that that's what makes good for ha- good housewives tea. She's definitely wanting the apple, right? This is what she's trying yeah. to do. She's trying to get herself an apple. But if it's not authentic, it it doesn't translate. We don't no. like that. We we like the fights where there's actual emotion and like stakes. Like uh-huh. I just think of Lisa throwing the glass oh. at Kitten and like lunging for a throat. Oh, and I'm like, that don't wasn't talk safe. about Harry Hamlin. Exactly. Like it was in, like it was real. Even if they might, she might have answered up to the cameras like a little bit. Oh, but at speaking the, at of base, which, it wasn't fake. Speaking of yeah. which, and I know you know we're not talking about Beverly Hills, but you know Kim's writing a tell-all book about the house. And the house husbands are included, and apparently I the rumor that. is that she's going to out Harry Hamlin, and that's what was that's what that fight was about. What well, Adam is gay? Yeah, apparently oh. that's what the that's what the serious fight was about. And so, obviously, in the book, she's going to be talking about you know behind the scenes housewife stuff. I don't. Well, know. I think I think that's fucked. I don't like outing people. I don't think. I think yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's true. No, but I don't. I don't care if it's true. It's not my business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't need um, to know that shit. But, yeah, apparently that's what the fight's about. That's why. Oh, well, that, that really makes me feel worse about Kim. I know. And, I mean, you know, if she has some evidence that he slept with a guy, I'm like, well, that still doesn't necessarily, like, make him gay anyway. So, and yeah. if Lisa knows, yeah, I don't, I don't think that would do her any favours. I'm going to read every word of it. That's the other thing I was just I thinking. Like it's going to do her favours in terms of coin in her pocket, which is potentially all she's after. But, I mean, can these Richard sisters, can the three of them ever just all get along at once? I don't think that that's no. possible. It's like the actresses in Charms. You know how they all hated Shannon Doherty and, like, there's never unity between three sisters. Ah, uh, okay. No, I never really watched Charm. <laughs> no. Anywho, um... Yeah, let's finish up with New York. Oh, really. okay. They start arguing with Bashan and then mm-hmm. and Bashan like doubles down on her clown comment. And yeah. Bashan and Sonia end up fighting to the point that it looks like it's gonna get physical. They come to blows, basically. Like <laughs> Sonia's got her finger in Bashan's face and then Bashan goes to put her drink down like she's going to go at Sonia and then we've got next time on Real Housewives. Sonia and Bashan are up in each other's faces. The fingers are going. The other ladies are trying to keep them par- apart and I'm like, ooh, Potomac style. And then production gets into it, Potomac style. We hear breaking glass, Potomac style. And I'm like, you're fucking editing this to get the ratings. Again, I'm just looking at it from that perspective, but I'm here for it. Come on. This is what we want. We wanted a fight. And I think we might have – look, I'm reserving judgment as to whether we get an actual fight. We'll see. but We won't. We won't. Leah tells Sonia that the drinking is going to hurt her. There's clearly like some sort of intervention because Ramona and Luann and Leah are all facing with um, Sonia about the drinking. Then there's a seance. 
Apparently, Sonia's father is mortified by something he did and the ladies get scared at some point during the seance. See, look, this all looks fantastic. Yeah, it does. But, but I'm not, I'm getting, my hopes not up. getting my hopes up. No. We'll see, we'll see. Maybe next week this is these six points are all we talk about. We'll see, we'll see. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the end. That's it. That's Roni. I mean, basically the first the last five minutes are exciting, sort of like yeah. Potomac, this this episode, oh this my first God. episode. I, I love the hot box comment. Oh, love it, love it. I mean, do you want to do, do Potomac or do you want to just let's, do Beverly Hills? What do you want to do? I think, I think can we just spend a couple of minutes on Potomac? Okay, just, let's, just highlight. let's spend a couple of minutes on the first episode of season six of Potomac. What do you, like, what stuck out for you? Great to have them back. Yes. I'm loving Wendy's new body. Uh, I mean, good for her. She looks amazing. I don't understand why she's only admitting to a boob job. Is that because they're (laughs) right in your face or rather they're in her face and so she doesn't want to pretend? Because I'm sorry, she definitely got a Brazilian butt lift. She's a new person, she's, and I love the shadiness of the editors. She's too, had like, fat like, like, removed from other parts of her body and put in her butt. That's what she's had I, done, I, right? Yeah. I know we hated when Wendy last season, but if she has a bit of fighting with Giselle and oh, their husband rumours, I'm here, I'm I'm here for, it. for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm also here for the fact that because of COVID, we're not going to have to see fucking Robin and Juan get married because I don't give a fuck. No, me neither. I mean, Robin who? <laughs> Why is she yeah. still there? I mean, whatever. Um, or if what, ever there were a housewife that could easily be a friend of, there she is. I know, right? What does she fucking have on Bravo that she's constantly brought back? <laughs> I don't get it. Well, at least now someone lives further away than her. Oh, Wendy, right? Okay, I thought that Wendy lived in DC. Like, I thought she, she lived moved. in Potomac. Oh, so Wendy moved as well. This is a new house. Oh, radio. Okay. And I don't know. Remember how there were rumors about her family, like his, Eddie's family coming for the house or some shit? I don't know what's going on, but oh. hopefully we'll get into it. All right. Yeah, okay. Fuck. I tried to do the math. Bitch lives like an hour and a half, two hours away. Like she <laughs> lives as far from everyone else as Sydney is to us. That's fucked yeah, up, could- man. I'm you not- could shit yourself on a train ride between that distance. <laughs> you could, honestly. I mean, look, pretty much for me. Oh, sorry. So was that pretty much all that happened for you, apart from well, that final fight between Judy mean- and? Karen was just perfection. I know it was perfection. I mean, it was everything. I I even enjoyed Giselle saying, "Don't worry, I'll like piecemeal out this out because she's going to be spilling all of Karen's tea." I love it. I know, me too. I love it. I know. And I love that Pastor Holy Holy Whore. He's he's gone. Well, is he? I don't. I think so. I don't think they've broken up. I think they've had a tumultuous relationship because he's still seen a million people or whatever. I'm like, whatever. But anyway, I love uh, – I just got to my notes when Giselle turns around to Karen how she says, I'm going to tell you truth. You drunk truth. You cheating truth. You broke truth. And then I'll spread it out over time. Don't worry. I won't tell it all tonight. I'm like – Yes. Amazing. I know. And then Karen says something about your hot box. 
That's why you can't keep a man. Yeah. And then she says something about Sing Sing. And then I'm like, oh, is she trying to say Giselle went to jail? But then <laughs> well, she yeah, was, on Watch What Happens Yeah, on Watch What Happens Live. Yeah, I thought that Sing Sing was a loony bin. And I'm like, well, then are you trying to say that Giselle has mental health issues and was in hospital for mental health issues? Because that's not funny. No, but, I don't think. I don't, I don't think she knew what she was saying. I, I think don't think she did either. But that was yeah. fan-fucking-tastic. I great. loved it. I cannot and wait to see I, what I happens. Mean, I, hated, I hated seeing Candice, but I didn't miss Monique, and the new girl seems fun. Mia, yeah, she does seem fun. And then she lists off all the surgeries she's had. But explain to me how you can have four boobs. Does she mean she got her boobs done twice? Yeah, it might have been that thing where you get your boobs done and you're not happy with it and you need them reduced or there's a problem with the silicon, I don't know. Or, I mean, generally speaking, they say that when you get your boobs done, you should expect that you're going to want to redo them in 10 to 15 years. I mean, she's 36. Did she just have them? Yeah. It's unclear how old she is and how old the husband is. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, for someone who owns multiple franchises – like multiple chiropractic franchises. I really hope you have an accountants person because Bish can't get <laughs> It was such an enjoyable episode for me to just Wasn't be back it? with the gals. I know. I'm loving it. I'm loving it so far. I mean, do and, I care? And Ray looking at Wendy's video was so funny. I know. That was funny. And I also enjoyed um, seeing how uncomfortable Michael was to be back on camera. That was great. He was so uncomfortable. I'm like, this, if these two did get a post-nup, him having to be on the show has got to be part of it because he clearly does not want to be there. I know. And and the kid hates him. And she (laughs) kept being like, oh, look how much Baby Dean likes you. And Baby Dean's like, Pushing him away, being like, I don't want to see you. Yeah, who the fuck are you? (laughs) You just flying in, (laughs) flying out. Show me the money. (laughs) I mean, look, Dean is a cute baby, I have to say. He's a cute kid. Yeah. I mean, you're not, yeah, not into him? Yeah. I I mean, babies are babies. I mean, I don't want to cuddle him or anything, but I thought he was, you know, a cute baby. I mean, he's got to be. Ash is gorgeous. Well, let's, that that was great. I mean, for him, it's good. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Giselle again. cry in the next episode. Or uh, not the next episode, it said this season. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm up for that. I'm up for that fucking food fight, hey. Oh, uh, these girls bring it. I they know. They know how to elevate. They re- and there's a, there's a couple's retreat, so you know that people are going to get really awky and uncomfortable and shit. I'm looking forward to it all. Me too. Yeah. So Ashley cries. I'm like, does she just have the postpartum or does Michael cheat again? I don't know. Why not both? Why not both? Exactly. Yeah, so like you said, good first episode. I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Yeah. I'm up for the season rather. Um. Okay, so the Beverly Hills. My gosh. I what know. an ep. What an ep indeed. I mean, look, if it wasn't for Erica, what else would have happened? But fuck it. We're taking what we can get mm-hmm. and yeah. So I, I loved it. It spanned different time. There was the yes. COVID shutdown. We got filmography. Yes, like did. it was really good. It was a lot. I I was very very into it, and I'm keeping up to date with all the legal stuff. So I'm finding it really yes. interesting as to where we're at. So we'll we'll get to that. 
we'll get to that like as it goes on we'll, we'll talk yeah, about sure. those little bits so all right it's called a pretty meltdown we know it's going to be all about erica's legal stuff starting to come out and we'll jump in but at this point we're back at the fight with the ugly pants sutton is crying hard like who tells her that like just to breathe and chill out one of the ladies i can't remember and then crystal is off on the side laughing and i've got to be honest i'm fucking laughing too I thought it was rough that Crystal was just, like, left on her own. I was like, no one was yeah. there checking on Crystal. No, yeah, that's true. I didn't think of that. I did love how in the um, confessional, Sutton says that um, I think that was wrong of me. I think they were mm-hmm. pleather and not leather pants. <laughs> I'm like, that was funny. Yes. Um, so funny. Okay, so we have decided for our lovely listeners that the next part of this fight, we're going to do a little reenactment. So, because we're four minutes in and this is just delicious. So, just to set the scene, they're sitting down on those couches. Crystal and Sutton are sitting adjacent from each other and this is post-Sutton crying and Kyle is like, okay, we thought Sutton was over this but she's obviously not. She's really upset and then we're going to start our scene. Nathan's going to be Crystal and I'm going to be everyone else. Excuse our accents. We're just having fun. Okay, I'll, I'll be Kathy for one line as well. Oh, yeah, I, for sure, because she's your spirit animal. I get it. I get it. I love her so Okay, radio. so, yeah, let's go. Did something I say trigger it today? No, it's just your presence. My presence? Okay. No, was that necessary? No. No, do you? Y'all, come on. It's hard for me to be, like, be here with you because you made judgments about me without knowing me. You know that line, when people show you who they are, believe them? That's all. Why are you constantly mean? You're upset because you want me to apologize for something that you did. I will not. Let's be clear. No, let's. I will not apologize. Get your fingers out of the air. You're an inappropriate, awkward person. Period. And then you want to cry and get empathy? You're not going to get it. Trust me. Okay, one, I'm not crying to get empathy. I was crying because I wanted to leave. Then leave. It's obnoxious. Hmm. I think we should put on your big girl panties and tell her what you need. The high-waisted one. What do you want from her so we can move on? You have hurt me in a lot of ways. Manic is a little much. It is. Kinda need that to be retracted. I'm not taking that back. Well, I think Manic, because she has confessed to you that her father committed suicide. And he was Manic. I don't judge you based on your father's story. Right. But she just, she's just telling you why it's a sensitive subject. Sure. Okay. Why it particularly stunk like a bee? Okay, I take away that you're manic, and I'm sorry that you feel bad that I said it. I won't. won't don't say, say that it unless again. you believe. Don't I say it unless you truly. Say no, don't no, say it. I said I feel bad. Say it Wait, again. Lisa. Don't say it unless did, you believe it. Did you hear what I said? I feel bad that I said it. Okay. And I won't say it again. Okay, good. End scene applause. Yay, Emmy. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was amazing. Was that not it the was best? So fun. It Such was so fun. a breath of fresh after Roni, right? 
I love it. I love that that fake half apology. Oh, so I'm like, Crystal, you already know how to do, or as Rinna calls it, a Hall of Fame non-apology. I fucking loved it. I'm like, and then Rinna gives us some sad-ass meme about living in the moment. I don't get it. But then Sutton made me laugh when she's like, and lock your damn door. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Um, Yeah. I really oscillate between finding Sutton appalling and then loving her humour. Like the fact that she was sobbing five minutes ago and is now making a joke about locking your door, I was like, points to you. And I actually think in like that side of Sutton, I think Crystal would act, could actually love that side of Sutton. Well, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think that's she what Garcelle loves about it. it. Sutton's real, like when she has like her real dry sense of humour, I think it's hilarious. So anywho... I- I also appreciated that Rina is just in like a bathrobe at this point. <laughs> Did you notice that? No, I was so engrossed in the fight. Rina's in a bathrobe. I love yeah, that. Yeah, like, oh, I'm at my house. So I can do a costume change and just throw I on a robe. Do it, I do it all the time. I do yeah. it all the time. Um, okay, so then we get the super on the screen four days later. And I was like, oh, my God, it's all about Erica. But no, Kyle, Kathy and Dorit all tested positive for COVID. I don't care. Then, Well, I think I think it's very convenient for – I'm not saying she planned this, but I'm just saying it's convenient for Erica that she did have this 14-day wiggle room whilst everything was coming out. Hmm. Like, don't you think that, like, it's easier for her to plan a Zoom with two of the housewives or – and then, like, sort of one-on-ones afterwards rather than like a big event. I don't think it had, when things came out, I don't think it had anything to do with the show. And No, no, no. I'm just saying it's just a happy coincidence. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because then yeah. on the screen comes up December 2nd, week two of quarantine, we get headline, Erica and Tom are sued for fraud and embezzlement. So... Ooh. Okay, and one of the things that I want to mention, as of the filming of this episode, we have to remember that all Erica is dealing with at the moment is the Lion Air Flight victims. That's it. So as of filming of this episode, all Erica is dealing with is one case, like $2 million and four victims. That is it. At this, po- at this point of filming, what she's crying over has nothing to do with the $12 million for the Rui Gomez family, has nothing yep. to do with the $25 million that she supposedly might be a, might have to pay out. It has nothing to do with the over 100 lawsuits that have since been filed. It is one, one suit. Mm. So think about that when we get into the rest of it, which is two days later, the ladies, oh, she's in a Zoom with Kyle and Renner and she's like, this sucks, the lies, it's terrible. At this point, all she's doing is defending because, okay, so basically the the case coming from the line air flight um they're the um company who are suing saying that the divorce is a sham so that's pretty much yep. all she's doing with divorce is a sham two million dollar lawsuit that's it 
Um, And then Kyle asks her if she's been totally in the dark, what's the situation, and Erica says, you have to remember that it's the firm, they're suing the firm and I'm being attached to it. And I I found that confusing until I realised, oh, hang on a second, this is all that she's worrying about. Like this is the only thing that is in her mind in this instance that it's just um, Edelson PC case. And I'm and so the reason why this all came out now, because we've all got to remember that Tom is very popular in LA. He's friends with a lot of politicians because he's put money in, in their pockets. He's friends mm. with the Law Society, et cetera, et cetera. But this... Um, this particular case from PC Edelston was filed in like Illinois or somewhere else. So the judge in that case doesn't know Tom, isn't friends with him and went, this is fucking disgusting. This is bullshit. And that's where the house of cards came crumbling down because he wasn't able to protect himself because this judge, he doesn't know him. So I found that very interesting. I don't know if anyone else Mm -hmm. did, but anywho. So, okay. Then we have... The producer asking her how she found out and she's like, I can't answer that because obviously she was attached to that case. And Mm -hmm. then the producer says, well, you're not a lawyer. You're not named in a lawsuit um, about his legal career. And she's like, that's the answer. That's the question. I don't know why I'd be named in a lawsuit I have nothing to do with. Um, And she says to the ladies that since she's left Tom, he hasn't given her a cent. And that's when Rina and Carl say to her and to us that, you know, we know you're a good person. We know that this wouldn't be you. And she starts crying. She breaks down and says, I didn't do this. And she also says a lot this episode, like, oh, we haven't spoken since the day I filed. We haven't spoken. She she gets that line out a lot. She would be, at this stage, she would be consulting with lawyers and be giving party lines, I think for sure. Because we all know that being a federal case, they're going to bring stuff into it. And look, she legally does not have to tell the truth while she's on the show. We all know that. She's not Mm -hmm. under oath. Nothing that she says on this show is going to be taken as gospel. She doesn't have to legally tell the truth on the show, but it will go to credibility because, you know, there is that point of, you know, did you lie then or are you lying now? So so she still will be careful about what she says, absolutely. Then we get five days later, Rina and Crystal visit Erica. They're obviously talking about the lawsuit. She's denying everything. She's basically saying this is all Tom's fault and Tom's taking everyone down with the ship and that she knows Mm -hmm. nothing. So she does mention that she was um, named in a lawsuit two years ago and she asked Tom what it was about and he said, oh, it's bullshit, don't worry. She says, I've pressed him further and he got angry. And then she says in confessional, Tom can be mean, vicious, and utterly dismissive. Tom wins, you lose, and that's the way it's always been. And that really goes to what you were saying, that production are trying to paint Tom, or Erica, with the help of production, are trying to paint Tom as, like, a mean, horrible person, and she's this innocent Mm -hmm. victim. What do you think? I mean, I think it can be a bit of both. Like, I think he can very well be a mean, horrible dickhead. Yeah, yeah. But I think she can also have known and be complicit as well at the same time. I don't think him being a horrible husband rules out any of the other stuff. I mean, I think the thing that's interesting in all this is why 
she would have – why the prosecution would have documents that Erica seemingly signed relating to trusts. I don't understand mm. that. She is not a lawyer. There is no reason why her name and signature would be on trust-related documents. That makes no sense to me. I don't yeah. understand that. So that's – I want to know – because at the end of the day, right, because we're all sitting here saying, like, what's going to happen to Erica? What's going to happen? So as of today, like a y- yesterday the day before, Tom's um, conservatorship was, uh, like, finally approved and done and dusted. So he is now officially in a conservatorship. It is really hard to go after people in a conservatorship. She mm. has also, Erica personally, got sued yesterday, officially sued, for apparently over $25 million that Gerardi Keys has moved into either uh, EJ Global, Pretty Mess, Inc. or Erica Gerardi personal accounts. So she has been sued now inside of the bankruptcy court for the money for improper transfer of funds. So they're alleging fraud. If fraud is proven, and I got this from Emily D. Baker and Up and Adam, I am not a lawyer, if, and apparently fraud's really hard to prove. So they're alleging fraud. If fraud is proven, regardless of whether Erica and any of her companies go bankrupt, she will still owe the money. That money consists, and look, fraud apparently is really hard to prove. So now we're saying the $20 million that got transferred to her businesses is actually in excess of $25 million. Now that she, it's been said that she is a part of the bankruptcy case that they are allowed to go um, for her for money, not only could she be holding an empty bag because she's saying she's got no money, but not only could she be up for the $25 million, she could be up for the $11 million for the Rui Gomez family. So she – like they could go after her for money. So now she's left holding an empty bag with $36 million of debt. Mm. So well. look, at this point she – at this po- – look, fraud's really hard to, to prove as I keep saying – but she's obviously been the beneficiary of this money. So she could at least, yeah, so she could at least be charged as an accessory. You know what I mean? Because she benefited from it. But so at the end of the day, what see and and this is part of what like you know how we're watching the show and we're saying like she's not talking about how she feels bad she's saying that yeah. you know these were all gifts this stuff's mine this could be a legal strategy because basically what happens is the bankruptcy court can take all the money then say to her this is what we think that you can live on and then yeah. we're going to divvy the rest up to victims so but if she says this is all mine these were gifts and after all that shit happens with the house I want a portion of it she might be doing that simply so that when she does get um found you know somehow guilty in some things and have to pay money back this way she's actually got some funds and assets to sell so that she can pay money back because if she owes 36 million dollars and she's got no money then she's going to be like, well, I need some stuff to be able to sell to pay some of this money back because it's not only the US Attorney's Office, 
as if we're not going to have the IRS wanting to investigate as well. I know. And when she keeps being like, oh, I don't, I wouldn't even know how to hide assets. I know. That's ridiculous. Of course. (laughs) What do you mean? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So she could be stuck paying off these debts for the rest of her life. So when um, in the scene on the show when they're in the when they're at her house and the ladies are like, "How long could you be dealing with this for?" and she's like, "Oh, at least the next year." I was at first going, "This is going to go on for years," and then I'm like, "Oh, because at this point it's yeah, only it's blow at up. this point it's only about two million dollars." So she's thinking this will get settled in a year, but no, this is going to take years. Like, yeah. This is her. This is like Teresa Giudice foreseeable future. I mean, I I agree. I don't and I think, think she'll go to jail. But yeah, sorry, go. I was just saying, like, you're onto something with the whole like this could be part of a strategy, like, oh, yeah. using the show to push a narrative. Yeah, and because that one scene when she had all the mascara running down her face. Let's talk about I was the thinking, mascara. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I was thinking there is no way that she would. Let that happen. Where's your unless tissue? She wanted us to see it. Where is the tissue? If you are a sobbing mess, you're not leaving the house without a fucking tissue, right? She she wanted us to see that. She wanted to wear not waterproof. Like this was like a calculated image. Did you in my, in my see opinion. the Camille Grammer tweet? No. Okay, I didn't see it, but other people <laughs> have seen it. So apparently Camille Grammer tweeted some shit or posted some shit on Insta. I don't know where she posted it. It wasn't – I didn't see it. I saw others commenting on it. Um, she made a comment how in season nine they were filming and on one of their trips and she was like in the water, face in the water, and not one iota of her makeup had moved. Uh-huh. So – Obviously, Camille's thing is like uh, trying to get the sympathy much. But then also I'm thinking if she no longer has glam because her face in that scene, I'm like, did you do your own makeup? Well, but even I can go to Priceline and get a waterproof mascara for 13 bucks, right? Yeah, but a waterproof mascara is still going to like – it's not going to – not be in your tears. I've cried with – if you're – I mean, waterproof mascara is like – it's like water resistant. It's not waterproof. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? But, I don't know. But even even then, yeah, you have a tissue. You get, I think like, she if you touch, wanted us to look at that If image. you touch tears with waterproof mascara on, it sticks and gets raccoony. She, if she had a tissue, she would have been fine. Because yeah. once you've got makeup running down your face, if you – if you sorry, if you wipe your tears, then you're wiping the foundation off as well. You'll make your makeup worse. But why doesn't she at least get her sleeve and dab her eyes with it? Because that's what you do, she, right? You get the sleeve. She doesn't and want your t- to. No, she doesn't want it. Or she's just. You get the serviette folded up into. 10 or she just or doesn't care. Why am I yelling? Or she just doesn't care because she's like, "Fuck it, my life's turning to shit. I don't give a fuck how I look." I don't know. I'm just. I don't know. No. I think there is. She's never ever presented us an image that she didn't have complete control over. Yeah, but this her life. be the very first time. And that's the thing. I was like, her life's falling apart, and I'm like, no, hang on a sec. It's two million dollars at this point. She clearly has that fucking Jaguar Tiger ring that's got to be worth the $2 million. If she was like, I've got to pay this, she'll be fine, right? 
But yeah, yeah. At this point in the episode, was Tom Tom's assets were not yet frozen. That's in the next time, right? So uh, okay. I understand why she's obviously upset, but at the same time, I'm like, it is a million times worse now in real life. So, but they haven't filmed Reunion, have they? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think they. I don't think they filmed Reunion. So it's gonna be worse in Reunion, but I think she'll be stoic. I think she'll have lines that her lawyers will approve her oh, to say. It'll be the. I can't talk about that. I can't talk about that. Yeah. A hundred percent. Anywho, so that's that's all my Erica Girardi, Erica Jane. Pretty much after that, I mean, look, we see some of Rinna's designer outfits. Whatever, we move on to Kathy and her well, dog suit. With with the Rinna in the garage scene, I have two two things. The the Amelia's or Delilah's boyfriend is very hot. He um, is, and he's really hot. And the second one, he was on like is, one of those you... UK Love Island shows. Yeah, and she slid um, into his DMs. <laughs> Uh, and they're good for her. I know, right? Proactive. Yeah, Delilah. Like, dating. And did you see all the toilet paper that she'd stocked up on? Yeah, I thought that was a bit bitchy. <sighs> I know it's COVID. She's a bitch. TP hoarder. Yeah, I wasn't happy with that. I'm like, I saw it and I said, of course you are. You're that girl I knew you are. Yeah, I, I was, um, yeah, that didn't do her any favours. No, I agree. I saw the TP and I was like, ooh, I would have covered that up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Bitch had eight years worth on that Yeah, era. okay. So then we move on to Kathy and her dog, Sue. I mean, oh. I, I probably shouldn't keep that in, but she's howling with her puppy. My dog's, my Adorable. puppy howls and it's so cute coming out of a teeny tiny chihuahua. I love it. Um, so cute. I love that it's called Sue as well. I know, like, Sue. Like, I've never heard a dog named Sue. I love it. It's so fun. I love it. And then we see those creepy Christmas <gasps> decorations. I felt haunted by like, the moment I saw I it. Do, like, she was talking about it. I was blocking it out. I can't do creepy, let alone creepy Christmas. No, no, ma'am, as Sutton would say. I would like to... Purchase one I and have it on not. my door. Oh, no, I cannot. I cannot. It scares me just thinking about it. I'm such a sook, <laughs> honestly. I mean, speaking of sooks, Kyle cries, blah, blah. No, yeah. I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. I mean, the only thing I want to do is mention, they're talking about Erica. Kathy says, at the end of the day, life is poker game and everybody's got to show their cards. <laughs> and Kathy's, <laughs> and Kyle's like, shut up, Kathy. I'm like, I love that little sister bonding moment when. But, oh, sorry, you go. No, no, I'm I'm listening. Oh, I was just saying, it doesn't make any sense because in poker you don't have to show your cards. You fold, you shove them in. You don't. The whole point is you don't show your cards at the end, right? Unless you're in it. That's true, but she means like at the end of the day when you want it, you know, when it's you against someone else. Eventually, you got to show you. You do eventually got to show your cards. But she didn't mean anything, but it was so funny. It was so, I. <laughs> I kind of – I loved that sisterly moment where only your sister knows, like, you're full of shit and just like, just fuck off. I love it. Yeah, it I loved fun. that. It made me feel really nostalgic for my sister. I loved it. It was adorbs. And that was that was pretty much it. And then Sutton has a new puppy. Cute. Oh, yeah, cute. But what the fuck kind of name is Waylon? The only other Waylon I've ever heard of is Waylon Jennings. Did she name her dog after Waylon Jennings? Or Wayland Smithers from Simpsons. Wow. 
<laughs> I mean, I thought it was a goofy name, but then her daughter had kind of a weird name. What was her daughter's name? I didn't write it down. I didn't care that it much. It was Porter. Porter. Was like, Porsche, like Cole Porter. Like Por- no, like Porsche without the I. No, it was Porter. What? P-O-R-T-E-R, Porter. I thought it was Porter. And the only reason I'm saying this with any authority, because I did just say I didn't write any notes down, I remember at the time thinking, oh, did she name her kid after Cole Porter? <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Did you think it was Porsche? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it was I, don't, I didn't know. I was very, I was very confused. Ah, uh, she likes the odd-ass names. Whatevs. Rich people can do that. Us poor people yeah. can't. They just think you're weird when you do. Anyway, Kyle meets up with Erica and this is the waterworks that we were talking about, right? We've, we've kind of covered oh. it. We kind of covered it. We kind of we, – Waterworks. We, we just tiptoed and did the bits we wanted. But one of the things – sorry, I did want to say actually now with the Erica crying when she says um, that her hands are tied, literally tied, she says she has such a story to tell and can't tell it. It's not the right time. And I just wrote hashtag book deal. This yeah, is, this and is how she's going to – I mean, good for her. <laughs> I mean, I want to – you know we'll good read it. Good for Brian Moylan to go to I know. <laughs> it's true. You know we'll read it. She does also say that she, when they were talking, uh, her and Kyle were talking and she, they were like, oh, my – Kyle was saying, I can't believe Tom asked for spousal support. And she says, um, he knows everything, honey, but no – and I was thinking, oh, no mention of dementia, right? But then next time – um, Erica does mention that he's not mentally well. So I'm like, yeah. are you piecemealing, doling all this out? Is this like, this is what I mean by I don't know if she's not being calculated because I'm like, why are you doling? First of all, you never mentioned his um, mental incapacity, but then next episode you're mentioning it wouldn't, like, I don't understand. I uh, think it's a, it's a matter of just, She's getting legal advice and yeah. updating, and as things progress, they're trying everything. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I uh, Not so maybe. I think, like, I, I think I might agree with you is what I'm saying. Yeah. I think, like, you know, immediately post-filing, it's like, let's push the narrative that it was a bad husband, and then it's more and more lawsuits. It's like, fuck, what else can we try? <laughs> yeah, I don't disagree. But the girls do take a trip to the desert, and I'm up for seeing them in another location. So we'll see. Will they catch a bus there? Let's, let's see. <laughs> Look, I would rather them in a bus than all of them in, like, two of them in a sports car each because I'm sick and tired of Beverly Hills and the fucking sports cars. I'd rather them be in a fucking U-Haul. I mean, I don't don't need them to be in fucking sports cars because they're in Beverly Hills, right? And and I'm ready for them to to demote Dorit, but I did think it was hilarious when (laughs) she said, Ugly leather pants, that's below the belt. I know. <laughs> you, don't, you don't attack someone's pants. I'm like, it's okay, bitch. Not everyone needs to be an Instagram model. It's fine. It's oh, fine. So Honestly, fun. yeah, that was heaps fun. I mean, yeah, that's that's Beverly Hills. That's the Ooh, Erica Girardi shit show, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I love it. I'm fascinated by the whole fucking thing. And um, I will be also listening to all the legal shit by the same woman with regards to the free Britney stuff, which that's pretty much what I'm going to be doing after we get off this um, Zoom pod or whatever we're calling it. Not Zoom. It's fucking fucking FaceTime audio. I'm such a nana, honestly. I don't know the technology things. I have to write it all down. All right. Okay, bye. Bye.